What's up, y'all? It's your host, Sensei K. We're back in another episode. I'm not my co-host, but I'm with... Yaj, what up, man? What's going on, Coach Yaj? Magnificent Yaj on IG. Uh, all handles are actually Magnificent Yaj, so you can get at me. Very nice, very nice. Yeah. Ah, Yaji, Yaji, Yaji. It's been, it's been a while. It has been a while. It's been a minute, bro. How are you doing, my boy? <sighs> going through some stuff right now, financially, oh, mm-hmm. business-wise. I'm not going to sit here and say, oh, it's great. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? It's great. Mm-hmm. But we keep our head up, attitude, head high, chin high. That's how you win. And, uh, yeah, bro, life's good. I got a roof over my head. I got food to eat. Isn't it hard for you to not go down like the the red pill, like quote unquote, and sell contents um, while you are making your own. Um, I want to get back into it, bro. Like honestly, not as necessarily like red pill, because I think that's why we could talk about that too. But I think red pill is people have too too many terms of red pill. Like there's mm-hmm. different, and it's true. There are different times where there's red pill for like the reality of life, you know, like how the world is all around, mm-hmm. but there's red pill for dating and women. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, each one is just basically truth and living in truth and reality is what I think, mm-hmm. right? But I want to make more, I want to get that to that content. The only thing is, um, is, I don't know, for, for like I implement it now, a little bit of it, but the thing is I don't get much views. Okay. Really? Yeah. No, okay. I don't. Not anymore. I used to get a lot of views off of it, but I think it's because I stopped for a while because I was scared. Mm. I didn't want to be known as. Um, That's not the comment you made. Yeah, like I think I was kind of bro. I was a bitch, bro. Like <laughs> I was like, cause women, so many women would come at me, bro, and mm. I was like, damn, like all these women hating on me, and like I think I posted them because I was really misogynist, bro. And at the time, I didn't know it was misogynist, and I'm not a misogynist. What, what was it? <laughs> I posted um. It was like, I remember this day, no girl should train six days or like women won't understand what it's like to train six days a week, eat five or six <laughs> meals a day, come back, drink all this water, eat all this protein, go to sleep, wake up. That was fucked up. Like, I apologize to everybody when I posted that, but I, I was kind of going on that route of being a misogynist. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Being known okay. as that, mm-hmm. even though that's not what I was trying to do. Okay. So... I'm only two years in, man. So, I mean, I could always go, you know, kind of not that direction, but in a way of helping men with whatever the case may be, dating, uh, you know, getting shape, mm-hmm. you know, but not so much hating women. Mm-hmm. You feel what I'm saying? I'm not trying to do that. No, that's so. actually a very interesting thing. Because of one thing that I noticed is that, like, men's help and, like, men's help, red pill, and misogyny, it literally, the only thing that separates men help from red pill is just the perspective that you're looking at it from. Uh-huh. And like that, as well as how, how much of an emphasis is women when you are trying to quote unquote help men. Mm-hmm. That's one thing that I've, I've started to really realize. And it's super easy to go down like the super misogynist shit when you're, when it is like a content that is like for men. Because if it's like women are seen as status, they're not really seen as people. You know, let me let me um, go more in depth than that. But basically, the idea that I, I'm trying to convey is throughout history, the way that we've seen women throughout time has been from the lens of what can you get from women, not so much like women as an individual, like you see your homie. Because mm-hmm. I feel like the first time that you are able to interact with women, it's like 
once you just start puberty, that's when it's like, that's when you are starting to like hang out with more women and think, well, more girls and things of that nature. And with that as a starting off points, that is, I want to say dangerous, but it's like that is uh, setting yourself up to fail, especially when you didn't get to get uh, socialized with women when it's like, when you could actually build friendships. You started mm. socializing with women when you started like getting um, horny, when, when puberty started to really hit you. Mm -hmm. I feel like that's already a big problem with a lot of men. They don't know how to be like friends, like quote unquote friends. Platonic friends. Yeah. Without like the, oh, he's trying to get something. Or oh she's just trying to get uh the the attention mm. or things of that nature. Bruh, I I never thought about the before stage. Mm. I never thought about like we just probably didn't get enough like you know being platonic friends with women in the mm. beginning stages, mm -hmm. and then you know you hit puberty and then you hop into it. But do you think like? Do you think that's bad though? Like, do you really think that's that much? Cause like when when we hit puberty, what we're well, how old are we? 13, 14? Mm -hmm. 12, that's not 12, like. Do you really think that? Cause that's childhood stage, and mm -hmm. then you're going into adulthood. Mm -hmm. Do you really think that not being platonic friends or learning to be those platonic friends with women in the childhood stage is that big an effect? Uh, you know, compared to just okay, now I'm now I'm. You know, I hit puberty, and now I'm just gonna. I'm only hanging out with you because you're bad, and I'm trying to get my. You know what I'm saying? I feel like that's that's it's inherently terrible, especially for like the young boy's mind, especially mm -hmm. when they are trying to navigate when they are trying to navigate how to interact with women in the first place, mm -hmm. because of like the foundation is wrong to begin with. Um, but not even just that, but like the way that we have society now, how like quote unquote like patriarchy it is, right? Mm -hmm. Um. The places that young boys are turning to to learn how to be a man, a man from, is not just outdated, but like um, it sets yourself up, like I said before, to continue to see women as objects, and I feel like that's like one of that's that's a very big flaw. What's an example? Um, like for example, how you can't have ugly for uh, ugly female friends. I've never heard of that. Or like um. A lot of dudes they don't really find women funny. I feel like that's that's part of it. <laughs> that's, really? Yeah, I feel like that's part of it. Well, I'm not gonna lie. Some some women just aren't funny. Hey, that's 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 my opinion. That's fair. No, the, that's, that's maybe it's the one I'm hanging around, <laughs> but some women just aren't funny. I know some that are hilarious, that are actual like funny as hell. Like I'll break down laughing. Mm -hmm. But but what's a, what's another example? Um, like the whole. It wasn't Bella Hadid. It was uh, what was her name? This one uh, supermodel. She was like, yeah, no, I only have sex with um, men that I can get things from, right? Mm -hmm. That I feel like that stems from patriarchy in and of, in and of itself. Like the fact that you can like exchange sex for things. Mm -hmm. That's part of patriarchy to begin with. I think that is a problem. I've always thought that was a problem. Exchanging like, oh. But at the same time, men do it too. So I'm not gonna sit here and be like, "We're we're the good guys," because yeah. you know, um, a lot of people get like the a lot of people get rich and successful only for the women. That's literally that's their main reason for them to even like change their life or or go on this hero's journey where they improve themselves. 
And I feel like that's part of the reason, that's one of the things that like the whole red pill content, they like, like play upon. Mm-hmm. Like the fact that a lot of dudes can't, they don't know how to get women or mm-hmm. like they catch them right before they learn how to get women. Mm-hmm. So now they're like, oh, um, I need that quote unquote like father figure to help me get women to help me increase my self-confidence, things mm-hmm. of that nature, that their own father wasn't able to like instill deep inside themselves. Yeah. So now they're going on this and like finding it through that stuff. Yeah. And oh. No, you go ahead, go ahead. Um, and that's one of the things where I find it interesting about like the fitness contents mm-hmm. where it's like, oh, how every dude they need to get their heart shattered for them to even care to hit the gym or anything like that nature mm. or get skincare and things of that nature. And you think that's like, uh, it shouldn't be like that. Yeah, I feel like you should naturally just want the best for yourself or mm-hmm. just want to see yourself the way that God sees you in a sense. Yeah. I, I agree that through, mm-hmm. that through that lens. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And I've always thought, thought like that, like we shouldn't need a girl to motivate like, we shouldn't need to go through like a heartbreak or we shouldn't need, you know what I'm saying? But here's a quick fact. Uh, I was reading a book. It's in Think and Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Mm-hmm. He said, um, 99 or the world is driven by sex mm-hmm. in terms of when we want something, most of the things that are going to be driven, our emotions, our actions can be driven by sex, our sex drive, right? So that's why we have so many men here who are trying to become successful, get the car, get the crib, get all this, because uh intrinsic intrinsically like by nature we are driven by you know our sex drive you know Mm -hmm. and this goes and we're actually more than women like women aren't just here like everybody has a sex drive of course Mm -hmm. but men are are more driven you know that's why we have such a big problem in this this society with porn masturbation all this stuff self-control in that aspect because men don't know how to control um control their their you know sex drive that they'll oh let me just but instead, there's things called transmutation where they can actually take that that energy of you know doing whatever they're doing and put it into their craft and put it into this. So like I think that it's not a bad thing that, like you said, that I mean I think it is a bad thing that people are only driven by like you need a heartbreak. She broke she broke up with you. Now I'm gonna change my life. Mm-hmm. I think it's a bad thing. Um, but also we've always been like this where we want to get the crib or the car because it's going to make, we want something from someone else. We want to be seen through the eyes of that woman, or we want to be seen through the eyes of, I don't know, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. love or whatever the case may be, mm-hmm. you know? So I think it's very rare that people will want to do something out of just pure, like, oh, I just want to, like, I think everybody, most people have a reason to do it okay. for some, like to get someone or to get a, the look or the attention of someone. Most people, not everybody, but for like most. That's fair. That's fair. That's fair. What are the few things that you've learned from working out? Uh, discipline. Mm-hmm. Um, do you still find yourself, so are you, do you feel like you're objectively less anxious now than you were before when you're working out? Yeah, hundred mm-hmm. percent, and able to handle problems more. I don't know if you could say this. Would you say the same? Like, would you say they're the same as? There's a quote: "People who work out are they handle stress and take stress way better than someone who doesn't work out." Do you feel like that's the same for you? Like, you're you can have a stressful situation, but you're still gonna be like, "All right, you know what? Gotta do it anyways." Compared to the average person 
they were like, oh, fuck, man. Like, stressing out and, mm -hmm. you know, they don't know how to, what to do. But you, you're cool. Do you feel like that or? Um, no, I feel like that's, that's, a, that's a true, that's a true statement. But um, for me, so I have this thing where I say like, I don't believe in, I don't believe in awkwardness or like anxiety or things of that nature. It's, it's not so much that I don't think it could exist, but it's more of the sense that like, I feel like I would be better if I was, if I didn't acknowledge the existence of like awkwardness, for example. That's so like, you kind of ignore it? Yeah, I just ignore like the awkwardness. I like um, that. To, to the point where it's like, I only feel awkward. The times where I feel awkwardness, awkwardness is when others are feeling like super awkward. That's just like the times when I like, I start to feel it myself. Really? Like, yeah. I like, feel like it, for me, it's when I'm thinking mm -hmm. I'm being awkward. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, oh, that was awkward. Like, that's all right, nigga. You just made that shit awkward. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> okay, okay. I, like, there's no, I think that there's no awkward situation at all mm -hmm. unless you make it or think it's awkward. So, but yeah, no, nah, that's that's interesting. You said that if they feel awkward, then you then feel I awkward. I start to notice because it's like, why are you doing this? Like, why are you making that face? Is there a reason you're making this face? Is there something behind me? Did um, I say something weird? I didn't say something weird. So yeah. that's the type of like, oh, uh, idea that just like runs through my own head hmm. but no I kind of find it interesting the way like okay do you think the fitness influencer do you think it's dead it's not dead it's just harder and to be one and if you do try to be one you got to be authentic mm. there's like a lot of people out here just trying to do it and people can see through their real intentions mm -hmm. just like in any industry right mm -hmm. if you're doing this podcast you know and you're just doing it for the bread and you don't give a fuck about the people on the show people can feel it through the, the screen mm -hmm. you feel mm -hmm. what i'm saying same thing with fitness okay so i feel like if you want to if, if you want to do it like man it's got to be pure like you got to be keeping it a buck like you got to share your your hard days your tough days you can't just show the glory days. I think the people who are winning right now are showing those dark days too. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm okay. saying? So it's not like a highlight reel all the time. So the reason why like I bring this up, um, is it hard being a fitness influencer being the fact that you're all natural? Um, yeah, way harder. Than, like, way harder. I've seen like some like the natural, like the all natural bodybuilding, like for the thing that you talked about before. Yeah. And then I've seen the one where it's like everyone is on steroids. I'm like, these motherfuckers are objectively just bigger. Yeah. And I feel like it's not really like bigger is better, but if I'm like just like a random person like looking at this content, I'm gonna mm -hmm. naturally just gravitate towards the steroid, people that use steroids and things of that nature. Mm -hmm. So does that like damper the market in of itself? Cause it's like, why would I listen to you about getting in shape when this person's in better shape than you are? Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's definitely player, like I said, player versus player, man. Mm -hmm. And with the fitness industry, like, me personally, even a rich guy, I'm not listening to you about your course if you're fat and broke. Okay. Like, you know, if you tell I'm going to teach you how to make a million dollars, but you're living in your mom's crib, like, I'm still in my mom's crib, not shaming. But I'm saying, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm -hmm. it's... Yo, are you living that? Okay. You know what I'm saying? So in fitness, if they're not living it, why would you listen to it? If, if he's living it and he's jacked in it, I'm going to go listen to his tips. Mm. I'm not going to listen to you. You know what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, it's way harder now to be because, like, if you're not, for example, I'm natural, but 
for some through some people's eyes i don't look natural okay. right to so the average individual who's like a beginner mm-hmm. who like has no gains i look damn like what the fuck but the uh, uh the people who have seen the jacked steroid dudes mm-hmm. like nigga you ain't shit you know what i'm saying you you ain't shit mm-hmm. so and that's another thing with fitness too i don't know if it is the same or well, i can just speak on fitness um if you are um you will get more views more all of this if you are enhanced also too enhanced? uh steroids oh, okay, okay, yeah. you know or take something right mm-hmm. also too the leaner the lean if you're, you're either super lean and shredded mm-hmm. like literally five percent eight percent body fat mm-hmm. your views will go up people don't the, your, your views will go down when you're not when you're big and bulky you know okay. people like to see the the glory mm-hmm. they like to see the goodness they don't want to see you at your you know big they like to see the abs the cut up for women it's like two if you're if you got that you know that thing you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. views easily mm-hmm. right it's easier to, to to you know compete with the people with the girls who are millions of followers and if you don't have it it's a lot harder and race has a big thing to do with it too mm-hmm. i could post something as a black man the same as a white dude over here who has the same physique as me but he'll still get more views mm-hmm. women it's worse oh yeah women oh my gosh i don't know if you've seen it like literally black women are on tiktok talking about oh like i work so hard i literally copy all her content and like my views don't even touch the same thing and a lot of it too i think it's just the algorithm has oh, yeah. favoritism oh, yeah, no, with yeah um honestly one of the things that i was i was thinking about when it comes to like the whole like exercise unit in in a whole doesn't it seem like not just the not just the bias thing that you're talking about but it's kind of like they're forcing you to like eurocentric people when like, it comes to working out and things of that nature when you say your set of people you mean no, like not eurocentric like more white folks when when you are looking at the social media aspect of it mm, yeah i think so and um biologically bro mm-hmm. i was reading a book like we're, I don't know if you notice this, but like when I'm when I'm looking around, we're biologically known to like women with blonde and blue hair, or blonde hair and blue eyes. Like they're just we're, we're not. That doesn't mean we love them, mm-hmm. but we always have been attracted to that more. And so like, not saying I'm not saying I love blondie chicks, white, blue eyed, no. But there's a lot of the thing in this book I was reading where g- girls are now trying to, and you see it now. The black woman try to dye their hair blonde because that's what is appealed in the modern world, right? Mm-hmm. So their natural hair isn't loved by the most men. So, that, you know, they'll try to wear their natural hair. It won't be, you know, loved as much, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Compared to if they look like the modern woman, mm-hmm. which is who was getting all the, the love, the attention, the respect, they'll get more love. So they'll dye their, they'll do their hair, whatever, all this stuff. Um, well, what was the question again? Um, is is the social media aspect? Are they forcing you? Oh, into into your what you like? Yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think that like yeah, it all stems down back to that. Like, um, yeah, like they're gonna kind of push on like who they want you to see or who they want you to, you know, mm-hmm. uh, look up to or whatever the case may be. But yeah, what do you th- what do you think though? Um, on the point that you made, oh, uh, it's not so much like. We li- I would say like we naturally just like blonde hair, blue eyes. I feel like that's that's not true. It's more like um, that's just what we're seeing. Mm-hmm. Where it's like 
for example, if you're watching uh, not cartoons, but like let's say you're watching uh, like a sitcom in the '90s, mm-hmm. you will start liking like the '90s look of a woman, right? Mm-hmm. And then the people that you are seeing from those shows turn into like your crushes when you get older. Older. Mm-hmm. Um, that's kind of the reason why like everyone's like everyone's crush is like Emma Chamberlain or like. Um, What's another big one? Uh, shoot, Zendaya. Uh, mm-hmm. Those type of like those the bigger the biggest celebrities. Those are like everybody's like major crushes right now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like that's just only because of like you were seeing them while you were young. And then when it comes to like the white people, it's more like the you're seeing them everywhere. Like from the main um, not antagonist, but like the main uh, the main love the interest. Main, yes, yeah. all the main lo- uh, love interest are white women, blue uh, blue eyes. Uh, blonde hair things of that nature mm. and that's like the ideal form of femininity when a lot of people if you were to think about femininity you, most people will think of like a blonde haired white woman mm-hmm. because that's just like the idea that's being pushed on everybody mm. and I feel like that's part of the things where it comes to like feminism where it's like there's different forms of feminism that I always tell people like there's like feminism with black, with black women and the feminism of white women and I feel like the feminism inherently is just Two, two different things. Because they just wanted completely different things. It's really in the time period when the feminist movement was even happening to begin with. So when you are trying to look at something that's beautiful, you will you are more likely to just turn towards like the, the white uh like the white aesthetic because that's just like what is pushed so heavily onto mm. people. Like the dumb blonde, for example, or like the southern, the southern belle, where it's like a very like attractive uh, white woman from Texas. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Push on to us. I never. I I, I agree with that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like it even it even like morphs its way into TikTok, where it's like there's only certain uh, characteristics that keep going viral in comparison to everybody else. Mm-hmm. Where it's like it seems like TikTok is like making you like the what what are those two sisters called? The Addison Ray. Uh, no, the Demilios. The Mil- the yeah. There's a reason why you're constantly seeing those type of women on your For You page and motherfuckers that look just like her all over your For You page. Mm-hmm. Unless you are forcing your For You page to actively make you like something completely different. Yeah. Bro, that's real. And um, some dude in my group in our group chat, we have a group chat that's filled with entrepreneurs and like a bunch of guys who are trying to get it, hustlers who think like, you know, uh, just like you know, basically, yeah, entrepreneurs. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about. He was like, "Yo, how do I change my for you page to be more like I have a, a bunch of girls twerking on my for you page?" And I'm like, "Bro, that, and like we were all saying, like, bro, that's all you see." He's like, "Yeah, like, well, like you said, you gotta actively change that. Mm-hmm. If you choose to actively change it and try to see other things and like other things and comment other things and view it and save it, your for you page is going to change regardless. Mm-hmm. You know, like." it's actively, you know, working towards it and trying to change it. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's going to be changed. But like, again, it's all up to you it's at the end of the day, if you want to change it. So, Oh, are they, is people in your group chat mostly minority men? Um, nah, bro. They're okay. these do. I mean, um, like, yeah. Uh, yeah. A lot of these dudes are, 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 you know, white okay. are, um, it's probably bro. I'm one, two black dude, three black dudes in there. Oh, okay. Four, maybe now. Mm-hmm. Um, the, re- so, yeah. the reason why I ask is because of like I feel like the hustler, the entrepreneur, high motivated that idea mm-hmm. is pushed onto black men so easily because it's like 
it's I feel like it it it's um, emulates the make it out the hood uh, characteristic or like the get out the mud type of wave. I feel like it's like just repackaged. What are you thinking about like the the being like the hustler or the entrepreneur or the I make six figures type of guy? Mm-hmm. I feel like that's it's super easy for it to be pushed upon black people. Mm, so you think that it's not? Um... I don't think it's a conscious decision. Yeah. For black, for black dudes to be like, oh, I'm trying to be um, a real estate agent and make millions of dollars every month type of thing. Mm-hmm. I feel like it's 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 pushing upon the the idea of like the never having enough mentality mm-hmm. that comes with being a minority, especially in America. I don't mm-hmm. know that's where they're really like pushing upon. Uh, I feel like that's why part of like the whole like forex. That's why that blew up so crazy what it did. Mm-hmm. Uh, hmm. I never, I never really saw it as, as that. I kind of see it as the circle you're around mm-hmm. and, and, and the environment makes a, a big difference. Like for me, like I'm Woodbury, all white folks. So, mm-hmm. you know, the, we don't have black people who, there aren't people in that. It's whoever kind of thinks like that you're going to go for. Mm-hmm. You know, if your environment is, if you find people who you want to hang around, who are thinking and being like who you want to be around, you know, you go around them. Um, but when you say force, you mean like, oh, uh, like, uh, this is the only option, so I'm gonna like go with that. Or do you you mean like more of like the the fear of being a failure in America kind of pushes you down that path. I feel like it's it's ranked up to 110 when it is uh, with black people because of like you're seeing failure throughout everywhere from the media to the mm-hmm. people that you're around to like the way the news portrays black people. Oh, okay. So it's kind of so like, it's like you, you, do you think that's a bad thing though? Like trying to be like I mean, a go, 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 like get it? I mean, so I always say this thing where it's like a, a person that's willing to sacrifice themselves for their child is a person that I could always respect. Because mm-hmm. it's like, if you want, like if, if I were to want my child to be emotionally intelligent and happy and do like all that all that stuff Mm -hmm. i must have the money to put them in places where they can even have the opportunity to think within themselves instead of like always worrying where like food is coming or like the roof trying to go with the bill yeah or getting like really good grades in school yeah i feel like i would need to be able to put my uh children in the position where like the really good grades is just a thing that just happens it's not like a, oh wow you did this you got straight a's oh wow mm-hmm. or like you graduated high school oh wow man shout out to you everyone should just celebrate da, 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 da. that should just be what's expected because of the things that i put across for my child mm-hmm. that's just what hmm. interesting take do you think that um what what do you, what do you think about like I'm not saying I'm not gonna say are they good or bad, but what is your take on entrepreneurs? Do you think that you like entrepreneurs? You feel like oh. it sounds it sounds like you feel like well for our people like you know it's it's not the best scenario. The thing about entrepreneurship, especially like right now, the one of the problems that I'm seeing is mm-hmm. a lot of people are making more money off of the idea of them being an entrepreneur instead of like. The thing that they're doing is the reason why they're making the money. Mm. Like, um, like all the pump and dump scandals where it's like this person, this this uh, 21-year-old has so much money. He has all these Lambos. And he's like, oh, 
get like me, but you got to just buy this course. He's making more money off of people just buying this course, course. Than, than him actually doing whatever the fuck he's saying that he's doing. Mm. So in a sense, he's like blatantly just looking this person in the eye and just lying directly to them mm. about how he's making all this money, but the whole time he's just like scamming them, but multiple steps later. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. How about you? Hmm. Bro, you, we were talking about this uh, earlier today because uh, this guy, uh, what is his name? Um, I forgot his name, but he's like a 21 or 22 year old. He's made like $12 million this year, right? And um, he, we we're talking like, yeah, like this dude, he makes all his money from, he's a sales guy, right? He makes the sales. But in his videos, he's saying he has nothing to sell us. But he's pushing the course, pushing the course, pushing the course, mm-hmm. right? Uh, as you know, Andrew Tate, right? His Hustlers University course mm-hmm. or whatever, who, you know, it tries to help guys get rich, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Sure, Andrew Tate doesn't need the course because he makes money from other things. Mm-hmm. But he is pushing the course so much where that course is, is probably making 100 mil a year. Easily. Yeah, no, no, definitely. You know what I'm saying? I don't think that it's a problem. I only think it's a problem, uh, like you said, if it's not actually helping the people become, get to that goal, right? But um, the thing about entrepreneurship, uh, yeah. like the whole like hustle, like the whole hustle, hustle culture and being your own self boss and all that stuff, it seems like it's rooted in excess and it's rooted in self more than it is others. And I feel like since it is rooted in just self, it's mm. inherently not just toxic, but like dangerous in the long run. Because mm. it's like, for example, what are, what are those one person? Oh my God, there's this one business plan this one person was doing where he was like, I think he would like buy, he'd buy this thing right. and then he would hire people overseas to do the work and mm. then he'd go and sell it, right? So would would, sell the business that they worked on. Yeah, the thing that they were working on. So the people have so, no job. Like the people is like the, they're freelancers. Like yeah. people are quote unquote freelancers. Uh-huh. So they're working for like nine dollars an hour. But then he goes and then he like he flips it because it's like a super like everybody wants the thing. Mm-hmm. So he goes and flips it for like multiple hundreds, and people are buying it for that exorbitant price. But yet there he was putting in the money so at such a small rate. Uh-huh. And I feel like it's. Not just is it hurting other people, but I feel like it's you have to hurt other people for you to get the money that you are getting. Like you, you're actively taking yeah. away for you to. Yeah, I de- I think it depends. Maybe I don't know because I don't know every avenue of entrepreneurship. Of course, of course. But I think that it depends on what industry you're in because, mm-hmm. um, to become a boss like you like in entrepreneurship, I don't think entrepreneurship is for everybody. Like it's hard as fuck. Like even seeing the dudes, like what they do, the stories they say, like it's hard. But I think that if you want to get to that level where you're making hundreds of millions of dollars, Mm -hmm. like, you know, some people are going to be affected. And uh, this is what I think. I think that, yeah, it sucks. Mm -hmm. But I think that like, you know, the people working for that, that CEO, Mm -hmm. Like, it's their choice to be there, right? You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, like, either you're going to see him or see take what happens to you. Be like, damn, like, okay, he ran off now. I don't have a job or now I got to. Or you can be like, you know what? I'm motivated by, you know, what he did. I'm going to go try to figure out how to be, be that boss. If I have to work another job like this for two, three, four years, then I'm going to do it. But in the meanwhile, I'll be working, trying to figure out how I can be my own boss. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? 
But I think that a lot of people too are com- are okay with being that that um, the worker. The worker, yeah. Mm-hmm. I know I know a lot of people who are like, yeah, like I, I don't want to, you know what I'm saying? But do you feel like are you okay? Because for you, right? There's entrepreneur. You're not really working for the. I mean, everyone pays taxes, so in mm-hmm. a sense, you're you know you're with the government, whatever. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. like, let's just you know like. If you're working like a, you're a doctor or something, you're working for the government for real, for real. Mm-hmm. But if you're an entrepreneur, you're not really working for the government. You're working for yourself, right? Okay. So, like, do you feel like you are, um, are you okay with being, like, working for the government? Um, one of the things that I've uh, been trying to work towards is, like, not needing to be, like, exorbitantly rich. Like, mm. I feel like if you're making over, like, a million dollars a year, I feel like that's excessive. And even mm. that is that is truly excessive when the average person makes like forty thousand dollars a year. Um, so I'm trying to get to a point where I'm just like okay, just like living life and not needing all the excess and all that type of things just for me to feel happy. Because mm. I know no matter how much money I will make, if my happiness is rooted in the money, I'll never be truly happy because I can always have more money. I can always have what someone else has. I don't feel mm. like that's just an inherent problem that I already have that I'm trying to like step away from because mm-hmm. I know it's it's one of those things where it can just eat at you forever. Yeah. But um, on the sense of like quote unquote working for somebody else, uh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't. So here's the thing about me. The thing about me is I'm also very lazy. I don't want to work. That's, what? That's, I I'm surprised. Ain't no if, way you lazy. I just do nothing in my life. That would delicious that would be a great life where yeah. all i'm doing is just spending time with family and yeah. friends movies and just, going out just doing shit, shit. Forever. that is just yeah. beautiful that's, that's a, a dream life that i want to live yeah. but i know that i can't just do nothing and have that come true because mm-hmm. you won't have it you'll just not have anything if, if you're just mm-hmm. being lazy in life so yeah could i just be the worker yes but i need to like be able to work towards like a goal but uh, so you're saying that you want to live that ideal life, like do not obviously you wouldn't do nothing, of course not. but that's the life like that freedom basically mm-hmm. is what you're saying. Yeah. You seem like you you want freedom and stuff like this, but do you feel like the path or not path, but like where you're at will allow you to be at that freedom where you could do that? Oh uh, yeah, I feel like eventually I'll be able okay. to set myself up very nicely. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Do you feel that's about yourself? Like, is all of this just like? Uh, a coping mechanism for the chance that you might not make it so you're just like working as hard as you can honestly bro yeah I feel like it is a coping like for me it's not a a matter of if I might not make it Uh, it's a matter of like I know I'll make it but I don't know like when like you know you go to school you're like okay I'm gonna do this for four years and then in two three years I'll be job looking okay by year four I'll definitely have a job Mm. you know what I'm saying but me and be an entrepreneur, as other entrepreneurs feel, there is no, oh, <laughs> 2025, I'm gonna be here. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like, you can, I can think, like, yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, I have a plan to get there, but it's never, nothing's guaranteed. I mean, obviously, nothing's guaranteed for a nine to five, you know, when you're in college, nothing's guaranteed, but I still feel like, yeah, it is a kind of a coping, you know, like, work hard as hell now, like, do all this stuff. But I think it's good because. I think I'd rather work hard and sacrifice a lot of things. Like, I barely go out now. I literally be working, like, all the time. I think it's better to do this now than do it when I'm 28, 29, mm-hmm. you know? Um, because I don't want to do it then, and then 
I'm 38, 39, and then I start living. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Which isn't bad. 38, 39 isn't bad. But I'm saying, like, you, you, you kind of see what I'm saying? The sooner the better. The yeah, sooner the better, yeah. Like, I feel like I could always... Uh, you ever seen that uh, video of the guy who's, like, he's a, he's a movie star. He's, like, fuck partying, fuck clubs, fuck, fuck, like... Oh. He's a bald-headed dude. Yeah. You, okay, you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, that shit runs through my head all the time whenever I, like... And I still will go out from time to time. I'll still obviously balance whatever, right? Mm-hmm. But that runs through my mind, like, bro, if I miss this party, if I miss this hangout with this girl, if I don't do this, bro, I can do that five. It's not going anywhere. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And that kind of like relaxes me because sometimes I'm like, bro, I'm missing out. I'm not doing, you know what I'm saying? I don't know if you feel the same way, mm-hmm. but that's just how I've been thinking in a sense. So, um, One of my problems that I've always, uh, that I've been having recently is like the showing face where it's like, I feel like I have to go places just so like, not so much of a, like a celebrity thing, but it's more like a, if okay, let me let me explain it like this. I feel like a lot of people they don't have like the the not the self awareness, but like the the bandwidth, the mental bandwidth to remember people forever or like to remember people for like long periods of time. Mm-hmm. So it's like I know that I have to like be at these certain places just so people can be like, oh yes, that's NK. Yes, I do remember him. Yes, most definitely things. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like that. That's one of my biggest problems. So I, it makes me like go to like parties and clubs and stuff like that and like shake up with everybody. But it's mostly not even so much to the point of like I actually don't want to be there, but it's something more of a sense of like um, I know this benefits me by being there. Mm, bro, I feel that 100%. You ever feel like it doesn't benefit you though or benefits you oh. in a way? Like you feel like you go there just because like you, you know that you know, they need more people to come, you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah, the more yeah, people, yeah. the better, but you're not getting anything out of it. Do you ever feel like... Oh, no, no, I don't, I don't feel... Ba- See, if it's, like, my friend's party or something like that, no, I would never feel bad for just, like, pulling up to his, pulling up to the party just so more heads are at his party. Of course, I'll always do that. I'll always do that. Right. Because of one thing that I've learned, it's, like, when your friends look good, you look you look great. 100%. Just, just by having good friends. Yeah. So, uh, so I, never, I never cut corners when I did when it comes to like hanging out with friends or like um, really spending time with people that actually like matter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. How about you? Have you had trouble like associating with people? Hundred percent, bro. How so? Um, right now, especially. I don't know if it's because I've been, and I'll ask you about this after too. But ever since I've been thinking like in this reality red pill type of sense what is red pill yeah what okay what is red pill, what is red pill for you what is red pill for what you? is red pill uh, yeah oh if i was to give red pill a definition i'd feel like it's um looking at things with the least amount of benefit of the doubts possible that's the mm. see red pill because when things are is it's just is because it is that's mm-hmm. the that's the type of thing that i see it when it comes to red pill content or like the whole like sayings that they give about like uh, women are working or being happy in life or things of that nature. Because if it's like one of the rules that I feel like it's like in Red Pill is like men are not, you are not put on this earth to be happy. You're put on this earth to succeed. And I feel like already just from that point of view, I feel like that's you're setting yourself up for 
failure in the long run when it comes to like being mentally sane or getting into a relationship that actually matters where it's like you ever see that one tiktok where it's like um my bo- <laughs> uh people that like golf people that go on golfing or people that enjoy golfing or go on work trips or love work so much it's because they just hate their family i feel like it's it sets you up people do that yeah, mom, yeah. On, like the whole like the whole golfing trip or like um Damn. Oh, this one person who was on TikTok, he was like, Oh, my boss told me that I couldn't bring my wife and when I asked him why, he's like, Why would you want to ruin your vacation? And it's like yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo just, just say you hate your wife. That's wild. <laughs> just say you hate your wife. So that's wild. I feel like Red Pill just sets you up to hate hate everything that's not like work. Or it's not like improving yourself. I feel like it's what it sets you up for. Real. What is red pill? Red pill for me is literally what it is, what it is. Like the reality, like, you know, uh, like, well, what it is, what it is. But at the same time, like, um, there's some things you just can't change. Okay. You can change yourself. You can, you know, do things to better yourself, to improve yourself. But the world, uh, you know, there are things in the world that just, it sucks and you just have to push through it. Either you change or you stay the same and just let that whatever is eating at you alive or messing you up or frustrating you, let it be. Um, red pill for me though, like, yeah, overall it's just reality. Like, and I can say this from experience. I used to think like there's a lot, especially women and, or not just women, but sports too. Like, oh, like um, I, sh- I deserve this because I've worked this hard. The world doesn't give a fuck how hard you worked. Like, like, even for me, or like, or you doing this podcast, like the world doesn't care how hard we work, how many hours we put in. It just cares about the results. So I see whoever said that quote. I don't agree with that 100%. Like, mm. you know, as a man, you're happy. He said your happiness is, is like connected to your, to your success. success. Yeah. I don't believe it 100%, but I do like, I kind of agree, uh, agree with a little bit because I feel like if you're not successful as a man, it's very hard to be happy that's just what i think because i feel like if you're dead broke you're always running you're stressed out about bills you you got kids and all this stuff and your kids are struggling too because you don't have enough money to provide for them mm. I, I feel like it's even if you are i just feel like it's really hard to even be really happy, happy how happy can you really be how happy can you really be i want to be super happy mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying um so like yeah i don't you don't have to make 100 million dollars but you at least got like to be happy in the today's modern world with all the economy, like how it is and all this stuff. Like, I feel like you have to be at least making something to stay afloat and not be stressing all the time. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So that's just what I think red pill is just reality. That's fair. That's fair. Yeah. And one of the things that I feel uh, like happens a lot, people get that and they just like, it's so easy to take red pill to the extreme. extremes, extremes, extremes. That's, that's the way it's, it's set up. Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way it's set up. Where it's like, you can't just have a platonic relationship with, with women, or you can't just be making this much money. You need to be making more. You need to be having more sex. You have to be doing all these things. Where it's like, I feel like it, it eats away at you more than it actually like makes you fulfilled and happy. Like, for example, one of the things that I kept noticing when I was like, when I was like going through like Red Pill, like TikTok and stuff like that, it's like, well, y'all, will any of y'all just get married? So none of you guys will get married. That's, that's yeah. just what it's, it's looking like. Mm-hmm. Because of like, it seems as if it's like, you 
not be able to see your significant other as a person if you're following some of this drop doc, doc, doctrine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Bro, I you know I'm gonna be real with you, bro. Mm-hmm. I feel like I'm so red pilled right now mm-hmm. that I wouldn't even get married. I don't see myself getting married. Not I don't see myself getting married. Well, I see myself getting married, but not for a while. Okay. So the average people are, what do they get married at? 28? 30? Yeah, it's, it's around 28 now, probably. Yeah. 26, 28. Like I, bro, like just the way I see it, like being thinking like this is kind of fucked up my frame of mm-hmm. okay. Um, most women are probably like this. Mm-hmm. So it's gonna be harder to settle down. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? I do see that. Um, but at the same time, I know there are women out there who are, uh, I'm, there's, there's women out there I can settle down with, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, th- there are people out there, like, men out there who are, you know, who take it and be like, yeah, fuck this. Like, yeah, like, this, this woman, did, she did this to me. Like, bro, I'm just going to treat every girl like this. I don't do that. Mm-hmm. I'm going to come at you fresh, right? But there are, you know, dudes out there who are going to take it to the, yeah, the extreme of that. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the only, that is a problem with that. But I think that there's red pill for dating and there's red pill for just, success. And so those are just two. I think they're things. separate. Oh, okay. I think they're separate because, uh, yeah, I think they're separate because red pill for women and dating, it's it's like female nature in a sense. How, how like, if you want to get a woman, oh, a woman, if you want to get a woman right now, I feel like with red pill and stuff like that, it's understanding how modern women work today, mm-hmm. right? If you don't understand how a modern woman works, is today if you try to do what they want to do 10 100 years ago give her flowers do be the nice guy it's not going to work you're going to get run down right you can't really say that it's so you can that's why i think it's different mm-hmm. right it's just understanding how women are and how you can you know if you are out here trying to get women get the women mm-hmm. right so see I feel like just that in of itself, it's not that it's just problematic, but it's more like it, it's doing two things. I feel like it's putting women as like a monolith where it's like there's this one woman that you're trying to like, if you can figure out this one woman, you'll figure out all women just because of they're all quote unquote like think the same or they do like the same like type of things. Mm-hmm. And from that point, I feel like that and as well as I feel like people don't realize that women are making a lot of money so it's like you can't treat them like people were treating them in the 20s and like the 40s when it comes to like dating and mm-hmm. dating in general um, where you can just like put their ideas on the backboard back burner just because they are women mm-hmm. I feel like you can't just do that because it's like look you come to this woman that's like make that's gonna be making 100k making 200k uh, 200k a year. You're gonna tell her what to do and how to do it and how you should feel about what I'm doing. I don't. I don't think that's red pill. I think that what you're okay. Now I see what you're saying. Mm-hmm. I think that you're saying like the boundary thing, like what women can and can't do in a relationship. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's really. I don't even know what that because people say it's a red pill. I just think I don't even think that's like a red pill or anything like that. Mm-hmm. When when you tell me when guys are like, yeah, my woman has to clean. She has to cook. She can't go here. She can't do this. But I can do this. Yeah. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. I don't even think that's just like red. I think it's just like their views on women. I don't even want to say it's a like red pill. I don't even know what the fuck to call it, mm. to be honest. I just think it's a views mm. on women in general. So, um, and there are some things that men completely agree on and some things that men and women like disagree on. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, what do you agree and disagree on? So That's fair. That's yeah. Fair. That's fair. Ah. All right, y'all. We've reached that segment of which I had a sensei. 
where my guests go and give some advice that they wish that they had growing up. Some advice for them now or some advice for them in the future. Take it away. Advice. Oh, okay. I like this. It's a new thing you did. Okay. Some advice for the future. Um, your circle. Your circle matters, bro. Like, if you're, if you're around people who aren't doing you a service, you feel like they're making you tired, drained, you feel unmotivated, you always feel like it's a burden to be around them. Like, you know, it's not easy to say, yo, I don't want to hang out with you, but slowly start to, you know, social media is your best friend. Look on social media. Who do you like to follow? Who do you like? What type of content you like? Start to go in those following, you know, people who they're following and try to see like who you can connect with and follow and, you know, start a group chat with and start talking about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, because, you know, you want to be, even if it's a group chat or you guys are FaceTiming, bro, like if those are the people you want to hang around, they're giving you positive energy and you guys talk about similar things that are uplifting you to become better, do better. That's way better than just only being around these negative people or these hurtful people that aren't pushing you forward. Um, so, yeah, just if you're not with people you like or who you love or who are hurting you in some type of way, mentally, physically, whatever the case may be. Try to slowly figure out who you can, uh, you know, switch your circle to. So, yes, sir. What you got? She, um, it's okay to be lame. It's okay to be nerdy. It's okay to like what you like. Ah. Real. <laughs> Real. All right, y'all. Leave likes, comment, all that jazz, and we're out.